Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Two Big Gamers podcast for episode 17. I'm your host for tonight, Mr. Laz Tanti, and joining me, as always, is my good mate, Mr. David Rizzuto. David, how you going, man? Hey, Laz. Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, good, man. It's been a while, hasn't it? Since we recorded think, an episode. Yeah, we recorded anything was, what, a month ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah definitely, good. yeah. For uh, yeah, and we've been recording for about every at the bare minimum every fortnight, I think. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Did... I think this life has gotten in the way, and uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but we here, we haven't uh, we haven't disappeared. We here, and uh, yeah, man. But uh, apart from that, man, hey, hey, how have you been? Oh, good, man. Um, I finally upgraded to a new PC, a gaming desktop PC. Awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, sixteen uh, bit memory of ram and also just uh, with uh, uh nvidia geforce gtx uh video card awesome. um five core i mean yeah based on my my needs and uh, for me being a casual gamer uh, i think i'm pretty satisfied with it also got my uh what do you call it? my uh gaming hard drive as well so yep. that's working pretty well so have I've you tested also- any uh any games on it yet yeah, I've tested a demo for uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Works yep. uh, works really well. Just uh, very responsive and just the graphics cool. are fluid. Um, also for Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided. That's a sequel to Oh, nice. I've got that game, actually. It's it's a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. So, um, yeah, that works uh, Yeah, works just as well, uh, mm. too. So can't say I can complain very well. Um, so far, I've just got, played about four hours, actually, of Deus Ex. Uh, you, uh, mankind divided. Mm. Um, still early days to judge the game. The graphics are obviously. For memory, because I haven't played it in a while. Um, you're on a boat, a ship, if I'm not mistaken, and you have to assassinate somebody. Was that later on during the game? Uh, in the beginning. Because I've got it. I've got it. I played it like a few, like about 10, 20 minutes worth. Right. No, I mean in this uh, in mankind divided actually. Uh, I believe you're in Dubai, and you got to stop. Um, um, because I've got, the, I've, got, I've got the PS4 version. I'm not. I'm not too sure if it's different from the yep. PC version. But I've got the PS4 yep. version, and uh, I played about 20 minutes worth of it. Um, yeah, no, there was a there was a uh, anti-terrorist group. Uh, yeah, yeah, as part of an anti-terrorist yep. group, there was you know, trying to stop uh, some sort of uh, smuggling going on, mm. and uh, I think it was in Dubai, and then you get am. And got ambushed by these mysterious assassins. Mm. They're able to cloak and uh, basically run the, with superhuman speed, mm. uh, trying to assassinate people. Yeah. Um, no, so far, no, so far the game's uh, pretty good. Awesome. Um, although the first level, once you get back to Prague, was uh, kind of difficult to try and uh, find your way through uh, a black market dealer. Was uh, specialized in augmentations in the game. Your yep. with cybernetic implants um, because he's uh, being harassed by uh, uh, a gang, and uh, so you had to get the work. For me, I just looked at direct approach. I just killed the people. <laughs> Done blazing. Yeah, so, no, man. yeah, that's cool. Man. That's so, right. so did you? So you, obviously, you bought the full version of Steam. Yeah, oh, I have. That's yeah. cool, man. Awesome. That's so good. Yeah. Um, um, out of yeah. curiosity, um, how big was the game when you downloaded it off Steam? Uh, I was around 44, something like 44 gig. 44 gig. Yeah. 
And obviously, because of that you've yeah. got a hard drive now. Yeah, that's you right. Yeah. Take the hard, the hard drive I got is about five terabytes. Yeah, but it's a lot. So, it's a lot quicker on Steam, isn't it? When you download games, it's like super fast. Yeah. You don't have to worry yeah, about. Is. Yeah, lag. Which is awesome. So, yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, but uh, you would think you, you would you would hope that uh, they uh, keep testing the developers keep testing these games to make sure that uh, they're just uh, error proof as possible. But as you know, Cyberpunk and all that is always the case. Mm. But yeah, they are definitely quicker, and even uh, they can be even quicker if you have an SSD device or a gaming hard drive as well. Um, and also, if you got, let's say if you got a state-of-the-art computer, because mm. there are a lot of uh, uh, well, the standard the, the standard now is um, sixteen to thirty-two gig, um, yeah. a very a, a good decent graphics card, um, especially the NVIDIA GDS series graphics cards, um, and a good CPU. Um, right. Well, I think the best ones you can get are an Intel i seven. That's right. That's um, what I was talking about. And and some of that more of in between i5. Okay. And the more threads the CPU has, the more faster your CPU is going to be. Yep. And you won't have any lag whatsoever if you have a good yep. CPU. Um, it's it's more like I used to think back in the day, it was like I think I thought RAM was going to help the situation, but it's more good for multitasking. So RAM is pretty yep. much out the question. You know, it's more like your CPU and your graphics card. And if you've got yep. those. In check while well, you don't have any issues playing the latest games on your PC. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't have everything in check, that means that you have to. That's right. Uh, close uh, all other apps running in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I was about to say that uh, with older computers, uh, there's no way you could play uh, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, or games yeah. like that, unless yeah. if you try to upgrade to a graphics card. But again, your uh, C- CPU. Uh, processor will still be ru- running slow anyway. Yeah. So th- that wouldn't really work properly. I noticed that a lot of computers uh, and laptops, um, a lot of them uh, tend to range between 8 gigabytes. I see more 8 gigabytes, more than 16 gigabytes in my area for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely not going to be enough. <laughs> the best, the best um, thing to do, I find, is go online, order your parts online instead of going to a retail shop and asking for... Yeah the best PC build you've got for a good price because you won't get it. I noticed that's you know. getting harder to find uh, a computer's uh, hard drive storage that's yep. about a terabyte worth uh, long mm. for some reason. It, it, the range always falls between something like 265 to 512 gigabytes. So that doesn't sound like a lot. I mean, the previous computer I was running on Windows 7 that I had had a storage hard drive storage that was a terabyte long and mm. those computers luckily for my computer it, it storage is a, a terabyte which was uh, yeah. one of the few that I could find in my area but they're becoming hard to find I'll tell you that I don't know if it's got to do with just a uh, shortage of units being produced because of the whole you know, last couple of years yeah. or something else is a play but yeah it's just uh, becoming harder I to say to you that your PC your PC doesn't have an SSD does it storage does your PC have SSD storage or nah? But one you bought. No, no. Uh, no, hang on. No, I think it does. No, let me just double check it. No, I'm pretty sure it does. Let me just check the damn um, specs again. Open it up here. Deal specs. That's mainly that's the standard now for PCs. NVMe. SSDs. 
SSD storage and a hard SSD. drive. Yeah, so it does have an SSD storage type. There you go. How big is that? How how big is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. How come I can't find out? Well, I mean, like the storage size itself is a terabyte long. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it must be. Uh, it must, so you must have a terabyte SSD, which is basically fast. So you got a fast storage medium, which is SSD. So which is good. Right. So. Yeah. The processor speed is two point six gigahertz turbo. Two point six. There you go. Yeah. How many threads? Yeah. Do you know how many threads it's got? Uh, how many threads? It's probably, got, probably got four threads, maybe. Uh, I can't really find the specs here. Two or three threads, maybe, or two or probably. I'll uh, probably be two or four threads. Hmm. It was two point six. Man, I should be able to find it in these damn specs. No, I can't find it in these specs. Ah, that's all good, man. Yep. But nonetheless, man, that's awesome, man. You got a new PC, so yep. which is good. Yep. That's cool. awesome. It and it's funny because right. uh, I was also playing uh, quickly about a uh, remastered version of Mafia 2, a game that I owned. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. There's not much difference between, from what I can tell, between this remastered version and the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, that's enough of me talking about my new PC, man. Uh, how have you been? How's uh, uh, how's uh, things recently? Uh, things have been good. Um, just um, you know, work's been alright. Uh, basically, this uh, it's been busy with this do mod, in between yep. and catching up with friends and uh, catching up with you last week. But we didn't play anything. Uh, you just came over, and I had a friend came over, and we just uh, had some hot pot. I made some hot pot, Chinese <laughs> hot pot. <laughs> That's, right. That's right, yeah. And watching um, videos of uh, old uh, post-disco songs. Oh, yeah, well. songs, yeah. Yeah, because my brother, usually when my brother gets in the way, he usually likes to, you know, watch music videos and drink and all that stuff. So, that was all good, man. We always had fun. Yeah. I think I drank a bit too much, but it was all good. <laughs> <laughs> I like me, I, uh, yeah, I'm... Um, I can't even drink properly at all. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah. Well, it's strength. I think I had, um, if I remember, I think I had five beers. Yeah. Um, a cider of fat lamb, which was 8%, one can of that. And yeah. I think I had three uh, uh, gin and juice, three yeah. glasses of that gin and juice. And I got me, <laughs> yeah, fucked up. So, no, it was all good, man. Oh, every time I hear gin and juice, it reminds me of Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog, yeah. <laughs> That's the reason why I bought the gin. <laughs> Represent, man. <laughs> it's all good, but... Yeah, but on today's topic, we're going to be talking about censorship, um, which David wanted to speak about for a while, actually. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, I've got a couple of announcements. Um, my first announcement is that there's a new uh, GameCube handheld that is shaped as a Game Boy SP, which is pretty cool, man. Have you seen this, David? Yeah, you showed me earlier today, actually. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, someone made, went through the trouble of uh, making a, a customizer, just a custom-made um, device of uh, mm. a prop that was uh, a fake uh, device that was introduced years ago, wasn't it? Around 15 years ago, something like that. Yeah, saying this came out in 2005, but it was fake. It, didn't, it was just yeah. cosmetic, nothing. That's right. But they now, made the effort of yeah. Wii uh, hardware in order to uh, 
uh, bring this to life, didn't it? Yeah, so pretty much he shaved down the Wii motherboard and crammed it into yep. this uh, SP lookalike. And, yeah, that was um, a... Yeah. With no CD, yeah, it's, got no, it's got no... Um, only thing is, it's got no uh, CD slot. Yep. So basically, you'll have to run anything on a uh, SD card, I presume, to play these ROMs. Yeah. He did make a cosmetic feature of uh, having a CD-ROM, but it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work, no. Because uh, it, would, it would have fit into that small uh, SP anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. This reminds me of someone was able to install, what is it? Um, I think it was Windows 10 on an IBM computer that was about 30 years old. Really? Yeah, yeah. Windows uh, just 10 never... on a 30-year-old 30, 30 PC? Yeah. So yeah, that would right. have been what in the 90s man no way <laughs> <laughs> no way man <laughs> where'd you see well, this a people, well a lot of people just uh, uh do have uh the ability and creativity of just using obsolete software and making yeah um and uh, or uh, inspired to bring a you must have, to you must have he heavily like, modified something yeah, <laughs> 10 to let it to let it install it on a thirty-year-old PC. Because yeah. we're yeah. talking, what year was that? Ninety what something. Thirty years ago from now. That's like yeah. What ninety-six, ninety-seven? Oh, probably even longer than that. From what I saw, oh, probably ninety-three. <laughs> yeah, probably ninety-three. Yeah. I reckon. No, yeah, that's, but you're that's... Right. obviously you couldn't nah, use no that. No way, man. No way. Even Honestly, the storage, you couldn't even even the operating system couldn't even recognize the storage because Windows tends at least you know what, what ten did. gig. Yeah. You know what I think he did? Yeah, yeah, you know what I think he did? He removed the whole cuts of the whole uh, machine and installed he, or what he did is on. what he did is yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. So what he did, he took all the old all the old guts out of that PC of that shell exactly, yeah. and put all the new latest um, components in That's the right. computer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. And gave the, he fooled gave everybody, the I'm assuming. Illusion. Yeah, he gave, he gave the illusion. illusion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, IBM. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's basically similar to uh, this uh, custom... Uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, just using uh, yeah, we uh, hardware to create um, yeah, uh, this, uh, this console, which uh, was uh, pretty creative, but it just goes back to my point of how creative people are. Oh yeah, well, of course. Yeah. It's, it's um, very impressive, actually, to cram a um, Nintendo Wii components inside this little machine, inside this uh, Game Boy SP. It's, it's very remarkable, <laughs> actually. Um, even um, his previous project was cramming um, everything into a uh, Game Boy Color chassis. Really? So he made a portable Wii, and he crammed it all into a Game Boy Color chassis. Come on, man! Wow. That's that's insane. <laughs> so just uh, the Game Boy Color chassis. Are we talking about the Game Boy Color chassis, or just with yeah. the simple? But I colors. reckon I reckon that the chassis would have been a lot thicker because yeah. no way, man, no way, he would have crammed everything in there. Like yeah, he, he had to probably um, make the chassis more thick, but it's mm. the the back and front is the chassis. So the yeah. back plane, the front plane, and then you would have put, yeah, you would have modified it, but yeah, that's pretty, that's very impressive, man. So yeah. So awesome. what you're saying is you probably would have made it bulkier as the original Game Boy. I reckon, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't believe he, I, I couldn't imagine 
you're cramming every yeah all their components from the well shaving the motherboard down anyway and yeah having all the sound in there the sound components and uh yeah that's right because the game board color i remember it was very light oh yeah it's yeah it's probably this yay thick now it's probably like what probably uh four mil i reckon or thick yeah thickness is probably four mil and yeah but i don't know man <laughs> pretty no, impressive yeah. pretty People impressive can, yeah and they're just able to uh, modify yep. even obsolete hardware to make exactly. it the appearance of and yeah. support anything <laughs> yep exactly but uh yeah man what was your favorite game boy console you reckon favorite um well i grew up with i grew up with the pocket yep um so that probably holds the most memories my favorite yep. um game boy handheld is probably i'm going probably towards the game boy advance yeah and the game boy color just because mm, yeah. of the ability that it's in color and all that and yeah the graphics as well so but uh the dearest memories of my handheld system is probably the game boy pocket and uh sometimes i just draw more attention to that but i prefer the game boy color and uh game boy events yeah yeah so makes sense probably my favorite yeah yeah man so as long yeah. as i can the uh pocket yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that announcement and uh my next and final announcement is pretty much for my own gain and that I'm announcing that I am going to be releasing my own do mod. Nice. Uh, consisting of nine maps. And um, basically, I'm converting, I'm doing a whole Doom conversion. So basically, new textures, new sprites, new weapons. Um, and I'll be running under the Doom, GZ Doom engine. GZ Doom source port. And uh, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing at the moment. And uh, I'll be releasing this sometime um, in the year. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> you probably be your um, uh, mods uh, before, your do mods before. You're just uh, making just simple changes, such as changing the doorways and changing was the staircases and just the, the walls around. But you taking a step further, aren't you? With just introducing new sprites. Yeah, so basically off... I've gotten to know how to make maps now. Yep. So what I'm doing now, which is the next step is, which I've already done, I've, I've, I've already imported probably about seven new sprites in the game, which are the enemies. Um, and I've also imported new textures as well into the game. Um, and now I'm just um, trying to uh, get more textures in the game and new and more sprites. So basically... I'll, uh, my next uh, phase will be introducing new weapons in the game. Introducing uh, stencil sprites as well, more like decorations. So like, you know, uh, rubble and, you know, just decorations. Like, you know, like, um, for example, like a like a desk with a computer on it or something like that. There's a stencil decoration instead of a moving sprite to make it more... What sort of, um, what sort of weapon do you hope to modify and incorporate? Well, uh, whatever whatever's available from my sources, I get from. So um, yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not making these from scratch. Just to put it out there, 
I'm just importing sprites from other sources into the game. So it'll take a long time to yeah, yeah. make your. I'm got the patience for that, unfortunately. Up. So <laughs> no, you need to be uh, yeah. more of a game designer to do that. Yeah. Let's face it. And uh, to make the Doom map, Doom, uh, the Doom maps more interesting as well. Um, there's also new features. It's been well, it's been a feature's been a while for a while actually in in my GZ Doom Builder. Mm. So basically, this feature, uh, because originally when Doom came out, um, yes, there were height differences and steps and um, yeah. New area like areas in the game that were higher and lower from from for part well, partitioned from one another, but basically now is a new feature where I can build a room on top of a room which wasn't um, available in the actual Doom engine at the time. Right. So uh, basically now I can uh, make a room on top of a room instead of making separate sectors and just making height differences in the sector. So if I wanted to say make a say if I want to make a house, I can make a, a flight of stairs and connect it once again and start again. So it'd be a room on top of a room, which was pretty right. limited in the demo. So basically, it sounds like you can make double story level. Double story level, yeah. So basically, yeah. if I if I make an elevator, it will go to the next level, and I'll be standing on top of the the floor down the bottom. So basically, a room on top of a room. So pretty cool. That's what I'm doing yeah. as well. So how long have you been doing a uh, Doom mods for? Uh, this is my first time doing a Doom mod, but I have been yep. making Doom apps probably for about at least a year now. A right year. Enough. Yeah. So this is, this is your first attempt? Pretty much. And so wow. far it's going good, so. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. the component design, yeah, I can imagine, like I said before, in order to create your own sprites and create your own weapons, you need to be a game designer and have the discipline. You can do, do it. I, I probably yep. could do it, but I haven't got the patience for it. Yeah, don't call me lazy or anything, but I haven't got the patience. <laughs> well, I imagine that you have to create separate sprite elements and just yeah. try to animate them frame by frame. Because if let's say if you've got sprite enemies yep. uh, as targets, you've got to animate how they walk and how they attack. Um, and um, I don't know exactly how you need to calculate uh, that uh, uh, when you need to animate them, if you need to... Uh, calculate the movement or program the movement yeah. or anything like that but um just the sprite design alone would require discipline like you say but also mm. know how just the, you need to also have that design detail to make sure that it fits that it's all consistent visually yeah, yeah exactly um but yeah man um but this will be dedicated to the doom 2 environment yeah um, but the only thing I probably won't change is probably the music, but everything else yeah. will be changed. So. No. I have no doubt that a lot of game developers, when they go and study this, uh, study game development um, for the first time, I have no, no doubt in my mind that they, the vast majority of them, experiment there with doing mods in order to oh, yeah. progress That's the right. development, programming, or even yeah. set. Probably, yeah, probably just the level design as well. Because mm. basically, you're modifying the whole level design uh, to create your own thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, this was a long time coming because I'm a big fan of Doom. And um, yeah, this is pretty cool, man. Just uh, implementing new sprites in the game, changing the textures, yep. 
and builds in brand new levels and that's you know exactly it's awesome so yeah so um for the listeners out there um i'll be releasing some, this sometime this year and this will be running under the gz doom source port so yeah and that's that nice so i guess uh, that's uh, the bulletin for this episode that's right that's cool. it so uh yeah david take it away yeah, so tonight's topic, we're going to talk about uh, censorship in video games. That's right. Um, just talking about uh, a lot of uh, a bit of controversy uh, with a lot of games that have not just really been released in this country, but also just uh, elsewhere around the world. Um, it's funny because the uh, reason why I wanted to talk about this topic so much is Australia, unlike a lot of countries, is pretty rather, you could say, conservative. Um, with the, the way that they've classified games uh, coming into this country. And uh, it's been, uh, the rating system had been influenced by <laughs> a lot of uh, old-fashioned politicians who uh, look at games, who are still stuck in this mindset that games are primarily for kids. Yep. Um, going back to the last uh, 30 odd years, really, that um, a lot of these conservative politicians, right-wing politicians have sort of taken issue with even introducing an R rating game, R rating system in this country. It actually took until uh, nearly a decade ago for the R rating uh, classification to be introduced in this country. Uh, before that, the uh, country had a lot of history when it came to uh, banning games. Right. And yeah. um, uh, specifically with just uh, very, and they still have, that's the thing, yeah, when they introduced, updated their classification system, a lot of games are still being banned. If it, it still doesn't really yeah. um, suit the criteria of what's, uh, what they think is appropriate. But it's funny because um, when you look at games like Mortal Kombat and Night Trap back in the day, uh, it caused a lot of uh, Plus, in America and even worldwide, because of the fact that he was using digitized assets and even like full motion video. Um, but, but, I, uh, but I think really it was more Mortal Kombat that caused a lot yeah. of controversy than my trap. The other one was a goofy FMV, like serial killer, like, like you know, intruders trying to break into this house with, like you know, with. Um, <laughs> with the house full of girls as a and yeah, as a bait, though, yeah. uh, it still kicked up a fuss with a yeah. lot of conservative because they, they uh, probably thought they were serial killers and they're just yeah. and they're trying to murder these like these women that's <laughs> right. in the day it was this a goofy stupid fmv game man like seriously that's true yeah that's true but uh i think it was uh it, it still was brought up in a congressional hearing back yeah, in America. Right. Yeah, exactly. the they were debating about um, the classification system yeah, and the classification system, uh, video game right. violence. Yeah. And yeah. I think, yeah, it, it, it was actually all these politicians that they voiced concerns of using that game as well as Mortal Kombat as uh, something that was completely inappropriate for kids to see and to play. And I think um, Nintendo yeah, took the opportunity because Nintendo and Sega executives that were good discussing um, about the topic in that Senate hearing. Uh, the uh, senior vice president of Nintendo America 
we said in front of the committee that Night Trap is not a game that would ever appear on Nintendo Nintendo system because they had their own guidelines about what is appropriate to play. Yeah, that's right. At the time. Yeah. So there was a bit, bit of a back and forth uh, bickering between Sega and Nintendo, even just looking past beyond the uh, publicity and ad campaign going yeah. up. Because I think, um, was it, correct me if I'm wrong, was it Super Nintendo that removed the blood and gore in Mortal Kombat? Uh, it, yeah, so it's Sega Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo. Yeah. 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 So that was, uh, yeah, so there was all just a lot of. Um, you could say a bit of a political bickering about some companies that uh, one got Sega probably wants to just push the envelope for just the expression of freedom, whatever, or just uh, these are games that uh, should be sold to the market. And Nintendo had their own policy of trying to get their own audience that's probably a, l- a little bit more family friendly. That's not to say they don't play have games that weren't weren't that violent or would be seeing as obscene by all these uh, congressional hearings but yeah um since then that's when uh, the politicians uh, get them to get the companies to figure out a new rating system for video games uh that's right. i believe it was for the entertainment software rating board so um just elaborating on the on the model combat in night trap yep so night trap came out 15th of october of 92 Yep. And Mortal Kombat came out on the 8th of October of 92. So this must have been on the radar during that time. But funny enough, there was another violent game that came out during that year. That was Wolfenstein 3D, which came out on the 5th of May of 92. Yep. How come this game wasn't talked about during the hearing? I did hear that uh, some countries banned it because of Nazi symbolism. Germany banned Wolfenstein 3D. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what's weird is that they didn't talk about Wolfenstein 3D, but this, they spoke about Night Trap and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I suppose that. Well, how popular. Which came out I during think, the same month. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a question about how popular was Wolfenstein 3D when it came out in America. Yeah, that's right. Mortal Kombat. That, Mortal Kombat. It came out on the PC. Yeah. Um, but it was ported to the Super Nintendo. Well, that came right. out afterwards. That came out in 93, but... Yeah, it's just yeah. weird that Wolfenstein 3 wasn't mentioned because that was a pretty violent game. Like, had blood and gore. You can actually shoot dogs in the game. Yeah, I think like, you know, it's just a question of uh, accessibility. Accessibility, so yeah. was not an arcade game. Uh, yeah. Whereas Mortal Kombat was. That's Mortal right, Kombat. exactly, yeah. Arcade games, I mean, the arcade... Back in those yeah. days, was still popular. Yeah, 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 right. Because it probably wasn't accessible like Night Trap yeah. and Mortal Kombat. And especially these these games were probably very popular back then, back during yeah. that time on the consoles yeah. as well. And uh, yeah. well, especially Night Trap, yeah, that, that was a um, Mega Drive exclusive. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think Wolfenstein 3D may have been revolutionary for its time. Yeah, before it came out. Yeah, long before but it I, came I out. Think this actually got a rating, actually, because every time you do yeah. play it, there's actually a rating on it. So, yeah, I don't know, but this came out 5th of May of 92. Right. Mm. Well, yeah, what I was about to say yeah, is that, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it definitely was a... It used a... That was a game that used ray tracing, wasn't it? Ray casting, yeah. Ray casting, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah ray casting. So, uh, it may have been probably seen as revolutionary for its time, but it was yeah. only just exclusive 
PC and then later be ported to consoles like Super Nintendo. But like I said, it yeah, didn't. Yeah, it was never made available for arcades. Uh, Mortal Kombat back in '92 when it was first released. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had not just uh, the appeal, arcade appeal, but they even had a um, an advertisement campaign with uh, just teenagers just getting excited for its release. Uh, it's just a goofy. Yeah, I ad, think. Uh, yeah, like I said, I think Mortal Kombat was more accessible and more popular. But it, was, it was actually an arcade game, like you say. Yeah. Like That's right. Yeah. Um, and then it was ported to the Mega Drive and Super Nintendo. So basically, yep. when this game came out, it had to be sensitized, like sensitized, like sensitized, and and then released, yeah, and sensitized, yeah. And then it, then it got ported to the Mega Drive and SNES without blood. Yep. But um, on the Mega Drive, there's actually a uh, cheat you can actually enter in and enable the blood in the Mega Drive port. Right. Right. I actually forgot about. It. I always keep yeah. forgetting it. Seeing a Mega Drive version. And when he and when he, and when he entered the code, it goes. Now you're entering Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, they still yeah. have that cheat to make sure that mm. you can still access the door. Yeah. So that would be the fatalities would have come with the game, wouldn't? When you unless you yeah, there were fatalities, but very minor fatalities. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. We're able to, let's say, have some zero freeze people, and then uh, have have the, your enemies explode once it punches the living shit out of them. Or I think uh, um, on the Mega Drive port, the SNES port, you can actually freeze long. your opponent. Yeah. And um, I think he just kicks him, kicks the opponent, and he just falls in half. From memory. Yeah. Okay. So they were rather. Yeah. So very sensitized, yeah. Very sensitive, yeah. Yeah, sensitive. No, no, it's been a very, very long time yeah. since I've played more yeah. combat on the thing. To uh, be honest, man, I, I hate the Mega Drive port. I can't stand it. Mm. I can't play it. It's just I know, too... yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, grainy, man. I can't stand it. <laughs> I used to play it yeah, a lot, and yeah. every time I play the arcade version, it's like, why bother? <laughs> all the like, games, I've noticed that all the Mortal Kombat games on the Sega Mega Drive, um, they're much slower in comparison to the arcade. Yeah, and the sound exactly. design is nowhere near as crisp. Nah, no way. Yeah. yeah. Because it's night and day when you can, it, There's always some sort of lag in the animation. Yeah. And uh, the sound, like I said, the sound quality is always poorer compared to the yeah, arcade. Exactly. Um, yeah. They always feel like when I played those games on a console, I feel like. It's not as lively as it is playing an arcade machine. Yeah, that's right. No, but just um, yeah. Look, um, just uh, back back in those days. Uh, also, just with America, just uh, releasing uh, its uh, classification system, which is still used to this day. Around Australia, had uh, introduced its uh, new system as well back in 1993. Um, because of games like Mortal Kombat and even with Doom. Um, the politicians in this country they kicked up the fuss saying what, what, what we really need to do now is introduce a gaming system similar to the film the only uh, rating that was missing over was uh, R, R rating games so the only games that I mean the only classification systems that we had for games from 93 to maybe around 2012 was uh, G G8 plus which is basically PG M and MA15 plus. That's right. That was it. Just four tier 
classification, and uh, that was that. Um, but yeah, a lot of games had been uh, banned. Um, uh, that went above the uh, MA15 plus uh, classification, which is rather strange because a lot of uh, movies that had given that rating that would have been banned if they were a video game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so, for example, just uh, why the Grand Theft Auto games in this country had been uh, 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 heavily just. Uh, edited and even just uh, outright banned from initial release um, because of the fact that the, the media made a big deal about the violence in the game. Uh, right. With GTA 3, um, it was uh, given an MA15 plus back in 2001, but then it was later banned from sale months later because uh, there was outrage of uh, violence against uh, prostitutes and uh, the ability to just uh, have uh, any sort of uh, sexual interaction with them mm. and uh, there was also just a uh, freaking out because with gta 3 i think uh, that might have been the first game of the series where you can actually cause a blood splatters once you uh kill an ai or kill uh, random people across the street or anyone particularly even if you're killing a, a threat and uh, with that sort of uh, detail that actually got people I don't know if necessarily consumers or parents of consumers, but the media definitely kicked up a huge fuss about it. Uh, Take-Two Interactive at the time did try to appeal to avoid a recall of the game, but uh, it was automatically given a refused classification. So in this country, how it worked is if any game was uh, that needed to be rated higher than MA15+, plus, it would automatically be given refused classification and be outright banned. Completely. Band, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I, ne- I never saw an R rating on a, on a video game in this country. Never. No, so I mean that, that you sense, had to wait. Sense. You had to wait around either 2012 or 2013. I think no, I think 2012 was the year where it, the rating was officially introduced, but it didn't come into uh, retail outlets until 2013, I think. Yeah, so we're talking about less than a decade. Yeah, so, you know, but it's still fairly new. And then there was also controversy about uh, the GTA San Andreas. Uh, yeah, which is... Um, <laughs> the hot I didn't even know this got banned. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember that... With it, I, it's funny because um, it was all because that uh, this uh, modder uh, from Holland, he yeah. claimed that he saw this code that was already written in the game, but it was just not activated when you bought the game. Right. So what he did was that uh, he changed it to activate the, the code, to activate that mission and unlock it. And the hot, and basically the side mission was called Hot Coffee, mm. uh, which allowed uh, CJ, your character, to hook up with other prostitutes and basically uh, screw them, just have sex with them, basically, yeah. <laughs> and uh, accelerate the more the more you screw the prostitutes, the, the higher the points you get. Mm. <laughs> um, but in that role, that not, not only did that cause a massive uproar in America with their ESRB system, but yep. uh, this country was automatically uh, banned and it demanded a massive recall. And I read <laughs> yeah. that the uh, the government was basically, uh, according to the classification law, the government. Uh, was given a right to revoke the game if it had obscene material 
doesn't matter it doesn't matter if whether or not the game was activated through a code or otherwise so in other words it doesn't matter if someone had modified the game they can still ban it even if it wasn't initially intended for release um but i remember a story um that i knew someone at university he told me that he bought san andreas i think it was xbox or ps2 uh either way no i think it was ps2 yeah uh the first week when it came out i think he said he got it from eb game and then about a week later um he said uh that someone uh, that the store called him up um because i think he may have been just a a, a member or so they had his details obviously uh, with the purchase of the game so it may have been like something like a a discount me- member or something and uh, they tried to pressure him to return the game because it had to be recalled and banned and basically told him to go to hell because he bought the game with his hard <laughs> yeah. money yeah, that's why, right. why, yeah. could, why should he had to uh, give it up give it up and yeah, according, exactly. to him, according to him he didn't have to return it so then that rule was not enforced yeah. <laughs> now whether or not he's telling the truth i'm not sure but it that would have sucked me. hard, man, if you had to return it far out. Yeah. Even if you were to get a refund. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But it was funny because um, I'm going to progress to GTA 4, the one with uh, Nico Ballad. Yeah. Uh, the game, uh, that version of, uh, well, that game had to be edited just to meet the classification guidelines in this country for sale. Mm. Uh, for example, um, you know, you actually, um, from what I remember, you can actually pay for hookers, but uh, any sort of sexual activity is sort of done off screen. Like you, yeah. you can um, actually have them uh, have the hookers just sit on top of each other or just blurred as they you know, to give you, let's say, a BJ. Mm. <laughs> uh, but nothing graphic in that. But from what I heard to the uh, overseas games, that it was a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more graphic, but in this game, in the in the Australian version, it's a lot more um, edited out. So it's uh, they keep it. It's more implied than actually being graphic, and a lot of the animations have been cut out from what I heard. Um, so blood splatters remain in the game, but any growing pools of blood that you probably would have gotten, let's say, in GTA Vice City, that was removed in order to try and fit the game into the classification um well, but they're trying to reduce yeah. as much gore as possible as well mm. uh because the rating system uh, back in 2008 was still rather sensitive with how much violence that you can show yeah um what's funny yeah. though with games like gta and saints row you can still run over people um but that that didn't really um warrant a ban it's really just a, a ban uh, the ban got justified due to violence against prostitutes and uh, the amount of uh, blood splatter that you can cause as far as uh, GTA 3 was concerned. But uh, yeah, if you think about it carefully, if you if you really cared about you know, the impact of violence on video games, you probably would ban the game just for the fact that you could easily run over people uh, at random. If it, but yeah, not saying not saying it, it should it should have gone banned, but these politicians were really consistent about yeah, their outrage. Right. Yeah. Because the problem is it's very hard with these games to really try and uh, monitor or maintain 
or even censor them because it's just the nature of the content which is, is violent in nature and you shouldn't really sell these to anyone under the age of 10 let's face it <laughs> yeah. um yeah i mean yeah it's just a uh, very naive uh, people uh, uh people in power that can't tell the difference between the game that's really for mature audiences yeah and uh, that's unsuitable for for kids but yeah but that, that's not the only those aren't the only games like gta wasn't the only game series that's been impacted what there about was, um, uh, mortal kombat mortal kombat yeah the 2011 exactly. version funny yeah. enough um mortal kombat was released in australia in 2013. yeah it's sort of been two years because yeah. it that was when uh, the R rating system was introduced. That's it's, right, yeah. I opened the country. So, so I, got, we had, I, did, I think it did get a release here. Yeah. Only a few copies were sold and then it got banned. Right. And uh, right. then it came back, it got re-released in 2013. And they put the R rating system on it. I remember with that game, um, it probably made, it definitely made me more uncomfortable than playing uh, the original because of the fact that you can see the up close x-ray vision yeah, of the clavicles right. and yeah, it's getting breaking and all that yeah. yeah yeah and it made me gag and it reminded me of playing <laughs> a mobile game because i yeah. a couple of years ago i played a, a mobile game with the android mortal kombat x i think it was and right. it had the same feature and it just made it gave me nausea so i thought yeah this takes back from what i saw uh, when that uh, 2011 came out so yeah um so just for that alone, it definitely would have uh, uh, gotten a review. The, the censors would have seen that and say, we can't keep this MA. We're going to refuse classification with this. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I wonder if the 2011 game, though, when it got re-released two years later, it would have been edited out a little bit. No, That's what I'd like. No, no I, wasn't, I, don't think it was, I don't think it was done to it. Because the status put our rating system on it. It's like I say. It's like I say. Even though the classification system of this country has been updated, yeah. they can still use uh, sale of games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But I haven't heard anything um, of late, so of games being banned. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was another game that came. That was uh, another series out of the GTA Mortal Kombat that uh, initially been uh, uh, banned. Due to drug use, it was Fallout 3. Fallout um, 3, yeah. So what happened right. was with Fallout 3, you can take uh, chemicals in the game to improve uh, your uh, intelligence, or to make you stronger, or to um, re recuperate any health damage, or even just uh, remove any radiation. Because you know, with Fallout 3, it's based on a post-apocalyptic world, yeah. where you got to be careful. You're walking around the wasteland if you get radioactive poison so um with each uh, if you overdose too many on any of uh, these chems as they call them the game um you actually uh get addicted to them but it, from what i've read from what i've read upon research that with fallout 3 all these uh, uh chemicals all these uh power pickup power-ups they're actually named after real life drugs uh such as morphine you know they were actually morphine was actually used in the game so that yeah. got renamed into med x i believe med x okay yeah 
uh, and uh, they had to just re- rename any sort of drug in that game uh, and going forward as well uh, to make sure that it doesn't encourage any sort of drug use. Um, so initially, from what I read, that, that the game was banned because the censors thought that it was glorifying for drug use or encouraging. Because like I said, in the game, you can get addicted to these drugs if you use them too much. Um, but uh, upon further review, uh, the game was uh, later readmitted classification because it, the game also gave, uh, uh, how do you call it? What's the opposite of incentive? It basically uh, tried to dissuade, dissuade uh, players of getting too addicted. Uh, so for example, if you get your, if you suffer from addiction, that means that you won't be able to uh, function very very well during combat. So you get more vulnerable during combat because oh, everything's yeah. all blurry yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can't stay focused, you get tired easily. Um, you start to hallucinate as well. So, um, so because of that, because of, of uh, the side of the negative side effect of getting addicted, that that's when the game was uh, readmitted and it was granted an MA15 plus rating. Um, I would imagine that it would have stayed back. Well, it was pretty violent anyway because I remember um, if you had a sniper rifle, you can actually uh, oh, shoot yeah. their heads off yeah, exactly. and break their yeah, bones and, this, and all that. You can actually yeah. see, yeah. And also had this view uh, system where you can uh, pinpoint which amount of damage on the, the target's uh, anatomy where they take more damage on a headshot than, let's say, a torso. Yep. Um, and uh, I remember, yeah, with the sniper, and even not not just with the sniper, but even with let's say, you know, just with uh, a special type of pistol, you can pistol, yeah. their, their heads clean off, <laughs> and just with the gray matters, just explode, yeah. explode, explode. But not just with uh, human beings, and also with uh, mutants, because they're also just this uh, super power, a super strength uh, mutants uh, in the game and zombies. Oh, they're really not called zombies. Uh, I don't remember what they were called. But also dogs. You can actually kill dogs in that game as well, mm. like in Wolfenstein 3D. But yeah. these are rabbit dogs. Yeah. So they would have been radioactive poison. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty... It is a gory game. Um, and all... Yeah, not just Fallout 3, but even New Vegas. The, even all the games before that, the original, uh, they yeah, definitely, definitely uh, don't uh, hold back on the... Of the gore, but in terms of uh, it was less to do with the gore that was banned that made the game initially banned, uh, but it was really to do with the, just the concerns with the drug use, use of and drugs, all that, yeah, use of drugs and all that in the game. That's it's right. fair enough, though, isn't it? <laughs> Unless I don't know, I, I don't care, man. Like, I think I think we're too. I don't think when it comes to censorship in Australia, I think we're too sensitive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, we're all adults here, you know. I, I know people are very concerned about if young kids play these games and they, and they find that there's drug use in the game, and I know that. But that's up. That's 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 up to them. That's their responsibility. You know what I mean? Why 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 punish us for as adults? You know what I mean? It's just it's stupid, man. That's all I'm <laughs> the problem is that you go to like parents that don't know any better. Exactly. They look at the game. I thought, yeah, oh yeah, right. this is a game. Yeah, no, it's not. That's why we. That's yeah. why the. Uh, the, ra- the ratings on there. Yeah, that's right. In front of the games are uh, just becoming more prominent now. Uh, they get too much, too much, too descriptive. Uh, yeah. Because it's not just like 
if you remember of uh, growing up when you saw, saw movies or saw the video cassettes that's right or VHS they just uh, give you a very consistent description of yep. how violent the movie is let's say mm. high level violence or low level violence or medium level violence medium or, level violence or, yeah. and all that everything's all everything is just uh, basically very distinctive about the game say yeah. oh this has strong horror okay another game that might be given a strong uh, uh high rating because it says drug use mm. and it's never really consistent so every classification every game now is different than uh, another <laughs> the, the ones that i remember right growing up was uh g g8 yeah. plus i don't remember uh, yeah, that like, rating like, system M and, and MA15 plus. And you had M15 and MA15. So basically it was medium level violence and MA yep. was still, and I say either medium level or high level That's violence. right. Or no. strong horror, um, strong horror themed violence or whatever. Yeah. Growing up, yeah, so. It was funny that with the ratings uh, on the cases of game, games back then. I'm surprised, um, was... sorry to cut you off. I'm, I was surprised Duke Nukem 3D didn't get banned came out for PC. Because that's strippers, strippers yeah. in it. Um, it could be another reason why. Well. Maybe that because also, you gotta remember with Mortal Kombat as well, when that first came out, they yeah. were using real people, digitized actors. That's right, that yeah, game. exactly. So that probably increased yeah. the panic even further because yeah. it became too lifelike. It would be one thing too if surreal, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> using uh, sprite animation, but we're That's talking right. about photograph actors that are yeah. appearing in a game. Digitized actors, yeah. Which reminds me, um, even now, more, no, uh, Lethal Forces was being criticized for using uh, digitized actors as well. Yeah. Um, there was fuss also about the the Konami Justifier, the gun. There's a lot of yeah. people yeah, that was just uh, simulating realistic violence when you were shooting on screen. But they were also complaining about the racist stereotypes in the game. <laughs> <laughs> you remember with the... Uh, now, I don't know if... Uh, I'll have a look quickly if Lethal Enforcers was ever banned in Australia. But you remember in Lethal being the game, how sometimes you get uh, triad enemies yeah. where they... Yeah, they used, nowhere, to be on the, they used to be on the trains. That's right, and they yeah. some would throw knives at you, knives and at you. ninja stars, <laughs> and that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, that today, nowadays that would probably would be seen as uh, culturally insensitive. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, come think of it, if that game were released today, I think you would get banned. Um, probably, I don't know. <laughs> but it, as far as I remember, I remember that game was in arcades. I played it a few times myself. <laughs> yeah, nice player too, yeah. Oh man, that's a funny. Nah, yeah. Let's see. Lethal Forces. Let's have a look here. I'm pretty sure. What's funny that I remember growing up, uh, when I got my uh, first ticket Mega Drive, I was told by uh, the shopkeeper that uh, Mortal Kombat is way too violent for me to play because it's got blood and gore and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yet, get this. He gave me. Yeah, I was sold um, a Sega Mega Drive console, right? Yeah. With uh, nine games. One of them had Streets of Rage and <laughs> Shin Revenge of Shinobi. I mean, yeah. Okay, not as gory as uh, Mortal Kombat, but they're still pretty violent. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. censorship. <laughs> say the least, yeah. Uh, it was just funny, that's all. 
uh, not find anything about lethal forces being banned. I don't yeah, think I don't, I think, uh, I don't think PC games are on the radar when um in Australia. I think it was more console games because they're more yeah. popular. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty. Well, I still find it funny about yeah. Even though Lethal Enforcer wasn't. Oh, could you could you imagine game. like a kid playing Duke Nukem and like hearing Duke say, "Blow it out your ass, eat <laughs> shit and die." It's like <laughs> I'll be like, "Fuck, this is cool, man." <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's uh, yeah. Same strippers. Same strippers at the strip club. Generation is missing out if you think about it because um, you know at least nowadays that. We still get more games coming out than more often than not. There are some yeah. games that have been bad, but it's easier. It's pro- probably easier to try and circumvent through the uh, uh, the point of sale because yeah. if you've got a Steam, you, and if you're a savvy kid who knows how to use Steam, you can buy any game you want online. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And you and if you have parents who don't know any better, well, yeah. that works to your advantage. Even but there was a one game. That was bad back in 2002 on the console. It's called BMX XXX. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I remember my mate had it. My mate had it on his PS2. We used to play it. Yeah, so you can actually. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you can, actually you can play. So basically, it's, it's a. Yeah, you, yeah <laughs> you choose all these random naked women and then you just ride bikes. That's it. Like. It's like it's like Tony Hawk, but like naked women, and he's on uh, like these courses and yeah. <laughs> I can imagine people in this country would, be, well, yeah, yeah, certain political people in this country would say this is sexist against women. Oh wow! Which, yeah. I mean, entertainment, man. That's all it is. It's just entertainment. Yeah. It is. I mean, you can definitely say that. Why would this game need to be? You can definitely make the argument about why this game even exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Objectifies women, but yeah. Um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, like I say, it's just a game, so, and it's definitely, it was only rated M as far as it, RB was concerned. Um, so in America, yeah, it would only be given a rather, rather mild rating by the looks of it, if it's just rated M. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, um, another game that was banned in this country was actually, uh, Saints Row 4. It was actually the first game to be banned in this country. Despite the, four, R8, yeah. despite the R18 plus R8 classification was introduced mm. back in 2013. The reason why it got banned was, get this, it had a lot of implied sexual violence. It had this weapon called a rectifier anal probe, which means that you could fire <laughs> weapon up your enemy's ass. Yeah. And, you, and once you fire, you sent them basically flying up in the sky. Up in the sky, yeah. Yeah. But I get this though, what I don't understand is that in Saints Row the Third, uh, it had its fair share of sexual innuendo because you can actually get equipped, you can actually arm yourself with a, a pink colored dildo baseball bat. It was actually called the Penetrator. And you could beat people to death with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was I all right. He, uh, yeah, I think you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that, that was, as far as I know, uh, no, no, one, uh, no one in this country no sense in this country kicked the fuss about that and that game was given a ma15 plus rating yeah yeah and to be honest with you i mean i i played saints Row 
Saints Row 4 for years ago, but I don't yeah. really remember. I don't really remember that weapon, yeah. the fire anal probe. So maybe that was edited because I know that there was a few things that that game was edited before it could be readmitted and resold again in the country. So it's funny though, Miles. Yes, even though that we've got an R eighteen rating in this country, a lot of game companies still have to edit and tailor made their games to make sure it satisfies uh, the Australian market. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a little bit too sensitive, isn't that right, Lee? Big time. <laughs> as far as I can tell, um, I've just tr- I've been trying to look up to see if Dead Space was ever banned in this country. And that's, if any game that sh- should be banned for excessive I think it's just very, very Space. gruesome, but I don't think any like, pet- like, you know, like... Um, sexual violence. Sexual violence or drug use or whatever. So it's just very violent. Uh, I mean, it's still very pretty... Gruesome. Yeah, but it's still pretty... Uh, obscene because i think left for dead i think faces uh, some uh controversy left for dead yeah left for dead 2 and alien versus predator was refused classification in 2009. interesting really what the yeah, alien... are we talking about the pc game alien versus predator or yeah aliens versus predator the pc game apparently according to the refuseclassification.com site it was refused classification back in 2009 really yeah interesting and left for dead 2 had to be censored so it could fit under ma15 plus <laughs> in the same year this is in this the country right this is in this country right in australia I mean, right? remember i told you in our horror episode once i mean with um <laughs> you can actually see the uh, entrails and the um Intestines. Intestines, intestines yeah. and organs intestines of uh, yeah. people and, and just monsters getting ripped apart. Yeah. We're talking about extreme graphic violence Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in Dead Space. Yet, as far as I know, it doesn't look like it would ever got banned here. <laughs> Where's the consistency? <laughs> well, there you go. It slipped under their radar. <laughs> no, it just doesn't make much sense. Um, no, it doesn't. Even uh, South Park, the stick of truth, was banned in this country. I heard that that they made. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that game, South Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I remember that uh, they made a they made a bit of a joke about mocking Australia and uh, do with a, a koala. I, yeah. I haven't played the game. I heard they they took the piss out of the country. Was a sensitive. Yeah. Oh man, that was funny. So yeah, so yeah. It's just uh, very strange that uh, despite how, you like you described, Australia can be a bit of a nanny state when it comes yep. to classification. And all back and down from not that. consistent. They're not consistent. No way they're consistent. No way. To put it to put it in, in simpler terms, they're, they're not consistent with anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's true. No man. It's just uh, it's just amazing though. I mean, but at least that we've got. A more of a uh, an up up to date classification. Well, at least when I like China, at least least video games are not, are not banned. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, uh, they're banned for different reasons. In that oh country. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd so, say that uh, at least that we've got an, a more up to date rating system in this country. It's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. And the sentiments aren't consistent, but at least that people aren't really. Uh, sense it too much to the, the right to buy a game that might have killed to them. 
Yeah. I know also that, let's face it, uh, the problem with uh, a lot of these uh, activists against video games, uh, they think that there's a relationship between uh, violent behavior and psychopathic behavior and these games. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one activist uh, in America, he was a, a lawyer who had uh, built a, a name for himself and was very notorious within the community. His name was Jack Thompson. Yep. And uh, he had this agenda to go after Grand Theft Auto games because he thought that they were basically murder simulators and they were indoctrinating kids growing up to play these games. They would make them uh, pr- pr- progress into becoming uh, psychotic children, which is, yeah, his cases was often uh, thrown out and uh, I, I think he got disbarred, which means he lost his uh, license to practice law. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, he definitely was an anti video game activist in every sense of the word. Uh, but um, with the, yeah, with Grand Theft Auto, um, a lot of uh, parents were, well, I wouldn't say parents, but yeah, people who don't know any better were really freaking out about the gore in that game but that's uh, pretty pretty much uh, child's play compared to Manhunt uh, which yeah. actually was banned in Australia and New Zealand um, and actually I think also in Germany because of the, the style, the, just the gruesome nature of the game and um, also uh, just the excessive uh, style of executions um, you can yeah, yeah, perform in that game there was this one story I think in the UK many years ago um, where two friends, one of them had a copy of the game and uh, uh, one of them ended up killing the other and they, yeah. they, was, they, they tried hard to pinpoint the game as responsible for inspiring that boy to kill his friend but uh, there was no conclusive evidence to prove that. Um, and it's interesting though when you see these anti-video game activists, where they just try really hard to pinpoint violent behavior being influenced these games, yeah. um, influenced by these games on kids growing up. But it's just uh, there's really no, there's nothing uh, substantial behind that because me and you we've played a lot of gory games. Yeah, uh, growing up. But that doesn't mean that we go out and no. start winning photo no. in the streets. We know the difference no. between fantasy and escapism and reality. That's right. Yeah. No. No, it's just no, um, you probably yeah. have to be a lot like, psychotic just to fucking think even think about it. I want to go out there and yeah. kill somebody today because because of like this game and it's yeah. inspired me to do it. Well, come on. Absolutely. It's just more of an excuse of it. Yeah, Anyone yeah, who tries to right. Yeah, just more of an excuse, mainly because of a lot of people, a lot of these anti-video game activists, and this Jack Thompson guy was also critical of rap music, hip hop. The, pe- the people that do it, that have got influenced by this stuff, they're mentally ill anyway. They've got problems. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. daughtering human being want to go out and play it and start murdering people, it's just it's unheard of. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. but like I was saying, um, like I was saying. Uh, just the, a lot of these activists, they yeah. they are pro censorship and they yeah. get a kick out of uh, basically what they get a kick out of uh, controlling people on 
the freedom to enjoy whatever they want by the sound yeah. of it. Um, but look, uh, with the fact of the matter is that when uh, when it's proven that a lot of these uh, there's a uh, cases where they try to pinpoint the blame on let's say rockstar or gta or any of their games that there's no real evidence to support that they are basically murder simulators that they are inspiring their audience to take out anti-social behavior you want to stop and wonder hmm, okay well what is the really the need for censorship coming from exactly are you are you is this is misguided uh sense of uh, looking out for the common good of impressionable people, or do you have an ulterior agenda? Because I don't need, like I've already implied before, it seems to me that there's an ulterior agenda with people like Jack Thompson, with the sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, people just want to control the. Yeah. They just don't. That, that, I think they don't. That, I think they're doing the right thing by doing this. No, you're not. You know, you're just gonna make people angry. <laughs> and it's freedom of choice. If people want to play them, play it. You know, um, you're just being annoying. <laughs> well, apparently, <laughs> um, Jack, I'm just reading here. Jack Thompson said he once reported that he had videotaped uh, a retail uh, worker and uh, someone, a salesperson, who was selling a copy of Vice City, GTA Vice City, um, to his kid who was 10 years old. Now, I don't yeah. know if it's Thompson's kid or someone else's kid, but he took the opportunity to write a letter to Best Buy. Best Buy, is, I think, is just a retail outlet in America. And he said, prosecutions and public relations uh, consequences should fall on your headquarters like snowflakes. Yeah. And she tried to sue the company in Florida, arguing that it had violated a law against sale of sexual materials deemed harmful to minors. Um... <laughs> Later on, it said Best Buy agreed that it would enforce an existing policy to check the identification of anyone who appeared to be 17 or under and try to purchase the games rated M for mature audiences. But no law in effect at the time prohibited selling M video games to juveniles. Yeah. So basically, what, what it's saying is that there wasn't a law uh, in force at the time to, that prohibited selling M rated games to underage kids. Even though the rating is there, it wasn't really enforced. So really what he was doing is that he was trying, it sounded like he was lopping hard to try and uh, uh, put the spotlight on these companies yeah. for selling games uh, that are un unsuitable for kids. Well, that's one thing. But the thing is that he's always had this agenda against all video games, by, by the sound of it. Now, you can definitely make the argument that stores uh, make a lousy might make a lousy attempt of selling games uh high high rated games to underage kids um uh, if if uh, we're thinking it in terms of law then yeah that shouldn't happen because it should be important you should if you haven't going to have a rating system you should take it seriously in practice that doesn't mean that you should just ban the game completely uh just uh for the sake of uh of this uh, moral uh, righteousness, because this is what it sounds like to me, this moralizing, this sense, this uh, desire for constant censorship, would you say so? Oh yeah, it's just, like I was saying before, like, it's pretty, it, like, if people want to play these games, let them play it, it's like, it's just, it's just, um, 
freedom of choice, control. Yeah. Sensitizing right. what needs to be sensitized. Like, all right, I get it. You're trying to do the right thing by, you know, doing this censorship, you know, but in doing that, you're just going to make people angry because in the day, people, there are adults out there who are, who are, you know, old enough to know from right from wrong. Yeah. So, you know, you're not really teaching anybody anything. It's people know right from wrong. Yeah. You know? So and that's why we got the also, that's why we got yeah. the the rating system and class, classification rating system for a reason. So yeah. Enough said. I think it's also <laughs> just a lack of common sense has been. Oh applied. yeah, common sense, exactly, yeah. And that too. Because yeah. a lot of stores that say if they sold games like GTA to someone yeah, eight that's years right. old, yeah. you go turn around and put their own back in their it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up to the parental guardian to say, hey, look, no, we're not buying you this game. It's too violent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, that, that's, but that's up, up to the... That's right, exactly. Yeah. Up, I'm my, sure parents, parents, my parents... My parents... Um, my parents found out that... that uh, when that... Um, Columbine... High School Massacre... Um, happened, was, in uh, happened in 99. My parents stopped me from playing Doom. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, right from wrong. It's all. It's all it is. And I think that um, when that tragedy happened, that there was a uh, agenda in the media to try to pinpoint their other forms of entertainment for inspiration to commit those murders. Oh, they'll, yeah, they'll blame me. They'll blame me. No. Obvious. Obvious. They'll, they'll heavily, 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 um, influenced by playing violent video games such as Doom. Yep. So, or listening to you know, music like Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, all that stuff. So you could say but that. They, they, but these problem. people were mentally ill. These two people yeah. were mentally ill, you know, and it just sparked something that sparked in their brains. Say, hey, look, I'm going to start killing people. Let's see it at, yeah. at my high school. Let's see. It. That's what happened. Yeah, they, they, they were depressed. I was getting bullied at school. You know, it just pushes the person so far. That's it. They're all mentally ill. That's it. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to people like Jack Thompson, like, you can tell yeah. that they, he's just a hater. This guy's a hater, man. He just yeah. He just wants to control and do the right thing and and um, you know be a part of like the most. Um, you know, good person society. No, you're not being a good person because you're controlling, anti-censorshiping all these violent video games. Like, yeah. seriously, come on. Like, <laughs> you know, and there's only one game I think he was just trying to synthesize it, which was GTA. I'm looking at his, yeah, I'm looking at his um, Wikipedia. Yeah, so that's it's pretty much GTA. It's it. All GTA right. and, and hip hop yeah. and hip hop. That's it. Example yeah, two live said. crew. <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. Seriously, yeah. man. That's, yeah. So <laughs> exactly what I was saying before. Yeah, he always had right. to write against yeah. all the gripes. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, well, good thing is, he, it's a good thing he lost <laughs> because yeah. it's people like him that we don't need in society. Well, he doesn't practice law anymore. Well, I that's mean. it exactly because he lost. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the you thing lost. is that, again, it's just a matter of common sense. That's right. right. If you see, just, if you're a parent, you gotta, you got to actually grow up and actually be a parent. If you see yeah. a movie or a game That's right. with uh, 
M A or R. So you might as well ban movies. You might as well ban hip hop. You might as well ban, um, yeah, porno yeah. magazines, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> ban it all, man. <laughs> ban it all. <laughs> <laughs> might as well ban alcohol too. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's these kind I mean, of people. They they're yeah. yeah, they're just haters, man. So yeah. Yeah, like I said, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, practically, um, ki- kids can look at porno magazines, but as yeah, a parent, right. you don't really want them. Yeah, just, well, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, the problem is that it just becomes a question, like we mentioned before, that with yeah. censorship, yeah. are there people that are really trying to concern about the common good of the society, or they just want to, they they get a kick out of, um, censoring forms of entertainment mm. just uh, as a because they've got the power and influence to do so because that's what it sounds like to me yeah but look like we said before if you're a parent you gotta actually grow up and be a parent if you don't want your kids to be exposed at something that's r-rated or ma rated you don't buy your yeah. children and right, i think i think that's um i think that's 75 percent of the time i think a lot of parents do do that you know 75 percent of the yeah. time they won't let them see what they're supposed to see, and that's it. Yeah. You know, but then again, you know, I'm this um, speculating, saying 75%. It might be 50%, it might be 40%. Who, who knows? We don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's, um, it is an interesting topic, though, because, mm. uh, like I said, uh, Australia's uh, rating system isn't perfect but still much better than what we had oh yeah uh, uh 20 but, um, years ago but I, but I saw a lot of violent video games growing up man and um yeah. you know it wasn't really a problem for me you know yeah. saying games get banned because i didn't really see games get banned until when um like a few games like manhunt that got banned and um even like Mortal Kombat in 2011 that got banned. So I don't see too many games getting banned in this country. It's just probably because I wasn't exposed to these games, but yeah. I did hear this one game. Sorry, it's yeah, yeah, but I did yep, hear yep. this one game in Japan, which I think probably deserved to get banned. In fact, uh, I even say it shouldn't have gotten made at all. It's a screwed up game called Rape Lake. And I'm embarrassed to even just mention this, but apparently it involved... What's it called? Sorry. Uh, rape lay oh rape lay right yeah yeah i mean even to tell you the truth i'm even embarrassed to even mention this yeah uh, because it's the the subject matter is disgusting but basically involves the sexual assault of a mother and a daughter really yeah not yeah <laughs> Fuck, that's pretty messed made up. in japan that's messed yeah. up man there's actually two daughters daughters oh god so i thought okay. yeah i can this is definitely one game that should never have been made yeah. Uh, uh, and it, yeah, it's uh, rather just uh, one of the, it, not to criticize the uh, Japanese culture or anything, but there's something about repressive about schoolgirls, you know, with the mini skirts and yeah. innocent look mm. that uh, always get, yeah, you always get sort of um, highlighted a lot. And I thought mm. we don't really need to see that. I mean, we don't need to see anything to do with the uh, sexual abuse of families. That's come on, man. It's uh, that's something that definitely doesn't need to be. Don't need to explore that in a video game. What system does I mean, it come out for? 
it 3D Orogy. What is 3D Orogy? And it as far it was actually a Windows only game. Oh, that's right then. Yeah. 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 So it was, so it was an erotica game, but it's not erotic, right, but not... it's on. Yeah, it's on the PC, so it would have slipped anyway. Yeah. If it was on consoles. Different story. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Definitely would not have greenlit. If I was a developer, if I was a video game company, I would. Uh, not, it's uh, pretty developed. sick, man. Like it'd be pretty sick to make a game like that. Like, that's pretty. That's fucking messed up, man. Seriously. And we've involving been... a daughter and a mother getting raped. <laughs> Come on, man. Seriously. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I say, I'm rather even Japan, which is a lot more. I wouldn't say that they necessarily um, are liberal about this um, because they even censored the game in their own country. Yeah. But just the idea of it existing is that, uh, yeah, uh, it just makes me wonder why explore is taboo at all. Mm, uh, I mean, it's and if you thought Grand uh, Theft Auto was taboo just with uh, uh, having sex with hookers or getting lap dances from strip uh, dancers, strip uh, yeah. club dancers was uh, bad enough. It's nothing compared to this. Just, nah, no way. Uh, this is uh, completely inappropriate. So yeah, in this case, we can definitely agree. That censorship is definitely suitable. De definitely need to be enforced. Yeah, for that one, yeah. Yeah, for that, yeah. Ah, man. But, yeah, that is a interesting topic, though. You know, it's funny, I don't remember just with the topic of censorship. I don't think Street Fighter really faced much um, pressure when it came to censorship at the time, did it? Um, it was a violent game, but it wasn't violent to the to the point where blood and guts were spouring out of the uh, the components and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was pretty standard, man. Like, this a this a fighting game. Um, I think I had a, I think I had a rating. I think it was this. I think it was um, M or GA plus. Yep. So yeah, but um. But it goes back to my earlier point, how yeah. with uh, it was a lot less vis visceral compared yeah. to the photorealistic yeah. sprite animation of mm. uh, real life actors in uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. So it was definitely, definitely with Mortal Kombat, you have a look at just the action with the blood splat splattering and blood and gore, and see how you can even just punch people out of, off a platform and send them crashing to their deaths on yeah. Uh, the floors is just uh, basically just got spikes and death traps set up, and yeah, yeah it's you can see why a lot of the parental uh, groups and uh, censorship. Uh, by lot the way, is by the way, I, I love that fatality Mortal Kombat. That one, it's pretty cool, man. Someone, <laughs> the uppercut, the uppercut them, and they fall down to their death on the spikes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yep. love it. I remember. What about a Mortal Kombat 2 where you can punch them into what is it, an acid pit? Pool of acid, yeah. yeah the, first, the first arena, yeah. yeah and they come, the, and they come popping up from the from the pool of uh, acid, yeah. Yep. Yeah, classic. Yeah, I, I, I gotta admit, like I say, uh, I'm not a strict enforcer of censorship except for disgusting content like that. It's disgusting, and twisted um, content, yeah. yeah. That's fair enough, yeah. but. Games like where, you know, at your free will, where you're playing a lot for real life simulator where 
alright, you can kill people at your own will, or you can mow them down, whatever, yeah, that's, alright, there's probably some hidden truth to that, but then again, it's not really a Twix system game, it's... Now, to be yeah. fair, when you play a game like Saints Row or GTA, yeah. yeah, you you do have the, the choice to go around and kill random people. Kill people, yeah, that's right. In, in down the street, or even run them over. Yeah. But there's a catch to that. Yeah. You'll, you'll get you'll get hounded down by, by cops. The police. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Now you can't. And uh, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, work hard to escape. So basically, well, whatever whatever happens in real life is going to happen in GTA. So yeah, if you cause a ruckus, you start killing people. It's just like a real life. You'll be consequences. There'll be cops going after you and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's you'll right. be arrested or killed. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless you have cheats on. And you just kill the cops and blow them up with your rocket launcher. <laughs> or you lose their tail. Or you lose, lose the tail. Oh, yeah, you can lose the tail too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. But again, again, um, that's not even the objective of those yeah. games. Yeah, that's right. Committing petty crime, but you're not, you're not really rewarded. Yeah, that's right. You're not really so, rewarded for what you're doing. Um, yeah, there, was, well, there was one game actually that you that rewarded rewarded you for mowing down people, and that was um, Come and Get Him. Yeah, that definitely got banned. Yeah, that did get but banned, actually, yeah. I still, yeah. Yeah, I stand corrected. That did, game did get banned, so there you go. Yeah. Never played it, though, growing up. Never played it, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I remember just uh, that kicked up us as well. That yeah. Came out. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and that, that's just censorship. Um, some censorship is needed just for the sake of classification. Yep. Make sure the game marketed appropriately to age appropriate groups. That's right. Or target audiences. We don't agree with the excessive censorship because that always leads to inconsistencies in terms of criteria, such as uh, Saints Row the Third. Uh, you can arm your characters with uh, dildo-shaped baseball bats, mm. but you the sequel would get banned if you have an enable probe um, weapon. Which again, they're both sexual in nature. <laughs> Why not ban both games at it if you're at it? <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, obviously uh, anything that has disgusting content like that yep. game, I don't want to mention again. Then yeah, yep. obviously enforce the censorship and don't release in this country. But yeah, yeah. moral of the story, son. Uh, yeah, uh, too, too much censorship uh, uh, might not be a good thing, but having no censorship at all isn't very good either. Just yeah. No, well, that's, uh, that's why. Like when games do come out and they get, and they get passed around circula when they get released in circulation, yeah. Um, that's why we got the rating system. They get these people test these games out. Okay, all right. Are we banning this or we're we gonna release it? And that's it. That's how yeah. it works. Simple yeah. as that. So. And it may not be perfect, but at least the system yeah. is more modern. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. More modern. Compared to. When it first came out in '93. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. And I guess that's the censorship episode. Yep. <laughs> Done and dusted. Done and dusted. All right. Uh, for the listeners out there, I thank you for tuning in once again. But till next time, um, you heal, you'll heal it from us again. Um, but yeah. But uh, thanks for tuning in, like I said. And uh, till next time. Catch you later. Till next time.